my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the 10 Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a blessed morning today. It's a fantastic day, the rest of your day, and I hope you guys have been able to take advantage of the different sales and specials we've had on the website at healthmasters.com. I had a few people email me last night, and they were basically out of um, out of state or traveling, and so we went ahead and extended the Cyber 10 coupon code through today only, just as a kind of courtesy to everybody that may have missed it and anybody want to take advantage of it still, so that coupon code will still be active today, the Cyber 10 coupon code on the website for all regular price products. Again, it's not applicable to any sale items or three packs or anything like that, but be sure to check it out. If anything you want to stock up on, last day of the sale at healthmasters.com. We appreciate the support and thank you again for getting the truth out there with us every single day. I saw a lot of stuff that was going on in France yesterday. As you guys recall, I talked last week about what happened in Ireland and the crazy situation with the stabbing of you know multiple children. And what's interesting now, there was another stabbing. They said 17 teens were stabbed at a youth festival in France. And so they've had this massive immigration uh, protest again. And now, again, France is coming out, the same thing that um, Ireland did. And instead of actually addressing the problem, instead of actually coming in and saying, listen, we've got an issue. We know this migration is causing a serious problem with the culture. Um, we're going to work to fix it. They're simply coming in now and saying, well, we need to go ahead and we need to restrict free speech and we need to prevent hate speech from happening because this is not okay. Um, this is now the pretty much common response that we're seeing now all across the world. And this is why it is so important that we continue to get shows like this out all the everywhere as far as you can for this show and other shows like this to get the truth out there on a regular basis because there's no doubt about it there's a war on the truth right now and a lot of individuals you know don't want to think about it i guess don't want to talk about it because it's not positive or it's something that's just you know not fun to talk about but the ability to be able to speak freely and i talk about it all the time is absolutely crucial especially when it comes to health you know Right now, it's hate speech about certain items or topics or people or groups. What's the next thing that we saw? We saw it during COVID. The flat out, there was restriction on freedom of speech when it came to supplements and nutrients and vitamins and things that were actually healing people and actually helping people get stronger and healthier and recover you know, from a viral infection. And there was absolute just insanity that occurred with that. And that's why it is so important that we continue to talk about things and have the ability to speak freely about it. There was a research study that just came out. This is interesting. This is actually before the COVID shot ever got released and the RNA gene therapy ever got released to the public. And it shows that enhanced amount of IgG4 is essentially the antibodies are causing a response to having massive amounts of um, pretty much this hyper progressive cancers is what they're calling it. They said these IgG4 antibodies are usually created in response to persistent irritants into the body. Unfortunately, repeat injections of RNA COVID vaccines are perceived by our immune system as a persistent irritant and are causing IgG4 antibody switch. They said the persistent irritant effect possibly occurs not only because of the repeat injections, but also due to the RNA gene expression never stopping and half of the vaccinated people. And so this is something that we warn people about. We encourage people. This is why it's so important to detox the body. If you did end up getting those shots, that's why it's important to make sure you're taking the GHI cleanse, taking the N-acetylcysteine, and getting a lot of those toxins out of your body. That's another reason why we also have the fasting kit, the Pastor Chris Hodges, the 
swears by this, uses it every single year as far as a seven-day fasting protocol with the GHI cleanse and the ultimate multiple and the omega and the vitamin C and really allowing a body to detox and clean itself out is really, really crucial. And that's why, again, we recommend that people really do your research and look at the nutrients you're taking. Health Masters, we're very open about everything we have in our supplements, everything we have on nutritional facts. And so really, really do your research before you start going because there's a lot of supplement companies out there that I'm telling you right now, I've looked at them, I've seen them, I've looked at the ingredients that they have, and a lot of times they're very, very shady. So again, thank you for supporting Health Masters, getting the truth out there, staying healthy, and continually just pushing the truth out there on a regular basis. What do you think, Dad? How are you doing this morning? Austin, uh, let's stop for one second and talk about cancer. You know, I, I don't really like doing that very much on the show because it gets too much. Because uh, I don't like making claims, and I don't like saying stuff about cancer. I, I, you know, all of this stuff is just gets really weird when you get into the cancer part of anything that you talk about. Because there's a cancer industrial complex program in which, if you say stuff about cancer, you get into a situation where you, uh, you get in trouble very, very quickly. And so I want to just talk about it for a second and just make a few comments about it. You know, our body comes down with cancer and develops cancer every single day. Uh, what happens is our body's immune system and the macrophages, the specialized white blood cells that have to have vitamin D3 to activate, go in and kill the cancer cells. For a woman to have a one-inch tumor in her breast, one, you know, like a one-inch square tumor in her breast, that tumor will have been developing for approximately 10 years on normal situations. The problem is, is when you suppress the immune system, these tumors activate and don't get stopped by the immune system because the immune system has been downregulated because it's been told to manufacture spike proteins. And the only way that it can be manufacturing spike proteins for the body to do that, the immune system has to be downregulated. And so there's no the, – the, the macrophages and all the other parts of the immune system apparently aren't working very well in these turbo cancers and these people coming down with cancer and dying within a few weeks, a few months. You know, I have a friend of mine, he's a, you know, he's a general manager of a car dealership here in Tampa, and he told me that he had five friends right now that had all taken the claw shot that all had turbo cancers, and they were all dying, and dying quickly, and, and some people are dying within, within days, and a lot of them are younger, and so here's why that happens. Everybody's immune system is different, and everybody's DNA is different. Now, it's similar in many ways, obviously, but the reality is that we all have a very unique DNA. Some people don't handle cancer very well. Some people's immune systems don't handle, can't handle cancer very well. Some people have cancer that, quote, runs in their family. Now, a lot of this time, a lot of this stuff it could be caused by epigenetics. A lot of this stuff could be caused by just regular genetics. A lot of it could be caused by lifestyle choices. You know, if your grandmother, you know, ate pork every day and your, your mother ate pork every day and you eat pork every day and your children eat pork every day, there's a really high probability that you're going to have a, some type of cancer because the World Health Organization says that the number one cause of cancer globally are the high-fat luncheon meats. So all in primarily pork products, especially the cured meats. So here we are in a situation as consumers trying to figure out what the heck's going on and why so many people are coming out with cancer. This is, again, part of the eugenics protocol. Remember, this mRNA vaccine was tested and back, you know, 20 years ago it was tested and they said they couldn't get it to work because every single cat, every single ferret that got tested died, you know, from septus. The body can't handle mRNA in the system. That's why you need to be on that spike protein survival kit. You'd be taking N-acetylcysteine, you'd be taking nanokinase every single day, uh, you'd be taking vitamin E, vitamin C, and if you start getting sick, you start feeling bad, go in and get intravenous vitamin C. You can't get that from us. But, you know, I take, you know, 10 of the vitamin C antioxidant capsules every single day. 
Now, another thing, and this is something that's really, really important. It's going to sound weird, but it's just the way it is. Hulga Clark did some research years ago, and, and you know, and Joanna Budwig did too. And a lot of the, a lot of these different people linked different types of cancers to parasites in the body. And I find that interesting because the parasites put out certain types of chemicals which increase the risks of cancer and the growth of cancer cells. So if you have animals in your home, dogs, cats, etc., you know, ferrets, you know, rats, mice, whatever you want to keep in your house. I mean, people keep snakes, whatever. I don't care what you got. It's your choice. You know, you need to be on parasite cleanses, especially with cats. Now, I'm not a big proponent of having a cat in the house because of toxoplasmosis which the cat brain parasite that gets into humans. Uh, you know, I mean, if you have an outside cat, you know, we had a great outside cat. She was a Burmese for years and years and years. And she started getting in the house, sticking in the house. And one day she jumped in there. got got in the, you know, in one of the, you know, in one of the bedrooms and took a big dump. That's a, well, she defecated, if that sounds better to you guys, on top of one of the comforters. And uh, that was it. And Countess had been with us five or six years and she was gone that same day. I took her to the Humane Society I donated $100 to get her adopted and brought him a bunch of organic food with her, and she was quickly adopted, and everybody loved her at the Humane Society. Good cat, but she wasn't coming into my house and dumping on the furniture. It wasn't going to happen because of toxoplasmosis. And so all of these things that you have in your house like this bring parasites into your house, which according to some of these top researchers, especially Helga Clark you know, and Joanna Budwig, are going to increase the risks of cancer in your body because of the chemicals they produce. Now, an interesting article just came in from the National Library of Medicine from the NIH, and Gene sent me this, and it says, unexpected anti-tumorigenic effect of fenbesanol when combined with supplementary vitamins. Diet containing the, this fenbesanol is often used to treat rodent pinworm infections because it's easy to use and few report adverse effects on research. However, during this treatment in our, at our institution, an established human lymphoma model, in other words, what it did helped cure cancer. They found they said that see, the fenbesmol should be used with caution with tumor studies because it could interact with other treatments, could confound, confound results. So what it's saying here is they found out by accident that when you take an antiparasitical, you know, when you have some type of cancer, that it has the tendency to help get rid of the cancer which ties together with some of the research from these other people. Now, am I saying that if you go on our parasite cleanse at Health Masters that you're never going to have cancer or it's going to cure cancer? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that. Don't, don't, don't put, I'm not going to put those words. I'm not, make, I'm making, I'm not, remember I told you there's, I, I gave you a caveat at the beginning of this. You got to be real careful what you say about this kind of stuff. Now, do I believe that you can increase the strength of your immune system by getting rid of parasites? Well, let's walk through that for a second. If your body's fighting worms or pinworms or hookworms or tapeworms or whatever you got, you toxoplasma, whatever, you know, it's having to deal with that on top of everything else. And in some cases, the bodies can't do anything about it. They, these, these parasites have developed very, very, uh, uh, they're very adaptogenic and, and the body can't get rid of them unless you take some type of product like wormwood or cloves or, or you know, or, or, you know, or walnut, black walnut tincture or whatever, you know, and that's what we use in our cleansing program as far as the parasite cleanse. But the reality is, is that, Everybody who's got pets in the house or have ever had pets in the house or who eat a lot of vegetables that are raw, that are uncooked, especially salads, which can have all kinds of eggs in them, they need to be doing a parasite cleanse on an ongoing basis. Now, they even say that ivermectin is a great parasite cleanse, which is, why, which is one of the reasons that they say that it works so well with COVID. Now, I don't know about all that stuff because I'm not seeing a whole lot of double-blind research studies with ivermectin and parasites, but they also say it works very effectively on toxoplasmosis. You know, the cat brain parasite. 
So here's how I look at all of this stuff, and here's what I've got to say about all of this stuff. If you've got pets, go on a parasite cleanse. If you eat a lot of raw stuff, go on a parasite cleanse a couple times a year. Keep your colon cleaned out. You don't want to get your system so you're plugged up and you're using the bathroom two or three times a week or twice a week or once a week. I knew a lady in Tallahassee, and I dated her for a while, and she only had a monthly bowel movement when she had her period. You think, well, wait a minute, that can't be real. Uh, yeah, it was very real. And this person was very, very sick and came down with cancer in her 20s. All of these things are very, very real. The colon has to move two to three times a day. You've got to have a bowel movement on a regular basis. Eat a lot of vegetables. Eat a lot of fruits. Eat a lot of fiber. Drink a lot of water. We've got a great herb tablet that works great for people who have constipation. And of course, the magnesium glycinate and the magnesium theonate, they both work well if you have constipation problems. But I wouldn't use a magnesium theonate for that because it's just too expensive. It really is. It's just not something you want to try to use to blow out your bowels. But, 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 but magnesium, I found, is required by the body in so, such high concentrations, and, it's excre- and, the, and the kidney excretes it pretty quick. So it's not like it's bad for you. It's, not gonna have a, it's like a B vitamin. It's, you're not going to get too much of it unless you want berserk on it. But I wouldn't do that either. I take a, but I do take a tablespoon of the magnesium theanate brain food every single day, and I take about six of the magnesium glycinate every day. And I use them every single night before I go to bed, along with my other supplements that I take, which is a handful of them every morning, every night. And I've realized that I feel a whole lot better when I do that. If you get a real stagnant colon, you're going to have a much higher incident of having intestinal parasites. In other words, they're going to be, you're going to be growing worms in your gut. And you see the same thing happen. You'll take a cat in or a dog in, and they give them an intestinal warmer. And all of a sudden, you see their, they poop out a bunch of parasites. Well, these same animals in many cases are, are jumping on your furniture, you know, sleeping in your bed, getting on your sheets, licking their bottoms and then licking you. Don't even, you know, don't even get me started on all this. No, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm a dog guy. I love dogs. I like big dogs. So I don't really have a problem with dogs, you know, and I, but I don't really have dogs in the house. But, I don't, but I've had them in the house because Sharon liked to have dogs in the house, but I never had that as a child. And I don't – and cats in the house is just something that I've never thought was okay. And because what happens is these parasites get into the brain from the litter box, from the feces, and they can cause all types of crazy behavior in men or women who have this, have this parasite, this toxoplasmite in the brain. But, you know, when I saw this article from the National Institutes of Medicine, and I thought myself, you know, National Institutes of Health, I thought I'm going to read this to you guys today because this shows really that, you know, there's a direct correlation in some cases now, according to this article, or maybe indirect or whatever they're trying to say. You know, with people that are basically coming down with parasitic attacks and also coming down with cancer at the same time. Again, antioxidants, vitamin C is absolutely critical. D3. So we don't know what type of fallen angel, alien, off-species technology was used in these injections to downregulate the body's immune system through an mRNA vaccine. That's got to be some advanced stuff, guys. No offense I'm, to these guys that are doing it because I don't think they developed it. I think somebody else developed it. And because, you know, these geneticists that built the planet and, you know, and you worked on different species and all the rest, they can't give life like God does, but they can move things around as far as the DNA. They're pretty advanced. And they give, they inject you with a compound that causes your immune system to short circuit. I mean, how in the heck did they develop that? I mean, what the, and, you know, the nanotechnology and the lipid particles layers that were put in there by, you know, Lieberman. All these, you know, who based that Harvard scientist who ended up going to jail for giving this information to the Chinese supposedly. I talked about that the other day on the show. 
which I don't think he's in jail personally. I think he knows too much as far as what the research they want to have shown. All of this stuff is one of those crazy things that we step back and we look at. We go, aha, you get an aha moment. But remember what I told you. A lot of people are going to start dying from the vaccines, but they're not going to realize it's from the vaccines. They're going to think, you know, they've got cancer because their mama had cancer. They're going to think they had heart disease because their daddy had heart disease. Uh, the kids are going to be thinking, well, well, I don't know what happened here, but you know, now I've got cancer, you know, because mama or grandpa had cancer. And that's the spin they're going to use. The media is going to come in and tell you that, oh, my gosh, we're seeing a massive increase in cancer because of uh, you know, because there's too many people because of the carbon footprint we're putting out. I'm telling you what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to blame it on they're going to blame it on us because we breathe air because they're not going to ever take responsibility for what they've done. And, and that's what we have to understand. Now, let's let's talk about Gaza right now. Again, I haven't covered that in a little bit. It says Israel is killing civilians at a historic pace place while using the U.S. provided bombs. This is, this, is by, this is by Dave DeCamp. The New York Times reported Saturday that Israel is killing Palestinian civilians in Gaza at a historic pace. A huge civilian death toll in Gaza explained by the scale of the bombing campaign and Israel's willingness to drop. U.S. provided 2,000-pound bombs on densely populated areas that are packed with civilians. Uh, also said it the other day, you know, if Israel carpet bombs the entire planet, are they going to get a pass? I mean, this is just unbelievable that this, this is actually happening right now, and we're seeing this, and, and nobody's really doing anything about it. Another article by Paul Craig Robertson, he says, you know, the genocide is justified by Christians and Western governments and media is Israel's right of self-defense. We are certainly witnessing the greatest televised slaughter of helpless civilians in the history of the world. What we are now seeing is the deliberate massacre of civilians aimed at driving the Palestinians out of Gaza and rendering their enclave uninhabitable. Most of Gaza's hospitals and medical facilities have been eliminated. And when the Jordanians established field hospitals in South Gaza, those two were bombed. Schools, bakeries, and other facilities necessary for continued human existence have also been bombed, along with the bulk of the housing stock, while Israelis have blocked the inhabitants from any access to food, water, and fuel. You know, I'm really, I'm really trying hard not to say something really ugly right now. And it just makes me angry because these people in Israel are some of the hardest racists that I've ever spoken to when I've been over there. They absolutely hate Christians. And they really hate white people. And they play the game with us because we send so much money over there with our aid from the United States. And we have so many churches that are continuing to go over there and pretending like they're all of our, all of our friends. And, and, and it's, and it's, it's mind-boggling to me that tens of thousands, probably hundreds of th- – I know hundreds of thousands of people have been basically hurt, and, you know, and, you know, and, and, but, you know, and, and probably tens of thousands, if not more, people are dead now, and primarily about 95 percent of them women and children and noncombatants. And, but yet we still sit here and just pretend like it's okay because of the Schofield Reference Bible. Now you guys are understanding why I've talked about that so much because you understand the, the dynamics behind this. You know, Natalie Portman is also Jewish. She's now warning people and urging children to avoid working in Hollywood. She goes, it's almost an accident of luck that I was not harmed. Oscar-winning star Natalie Portman has urged, she's got, by the way, she's got one of the prettiest smiles in Hollywood, just saying, has urged child actors to avoid working in Hollywood, saying that it was an accident of luck that she wasn't harmed in the industry. Now, the reason I bring that up is because I want to bring up what's going on with Disney. And this actually, this actually brought a smile to my face yesterday. You know, this this I love this. This is such a good story. Note 
Disney on track to lose nearly $750 million across 13 films in historic year of box office flops. <laughs> I got to laugh about this one. The Disney Grooming Institute had the worst box office year imaginable in 2023. Couldn't happen to a nicer den of thieves of children's innocence. After losing $106 million on Lightyear and another $152 million on Strange World, both of which featured prominent gay plot lines aimed at little children, the Disney Grooming Syndicate roared into 2023, hoping for a better year with more grooming of young children. Thanks to Disney's cratered reputation, a string of terrible movies where good storytelling and reliable and relatable characters took a backseat to divisive politics, 2023 was an even greater disaster. <laughs> According to the imperfect but good faith estimates, only one Disney made movie went into the black. The budgets below were reported production budget plus the estimate of public publicity costs. I had a conservative $75 million estimate for publicity and for big movies like Indiana Jones and the Marvels called flops, and I estimated smaller publicity budgets. Those estimates are in good faith. And, I'm gonna, and so I just want to share that with you as I laugh hysterically and say thank goodness that they're losing money and thank goodness that people are learning out who they are, learning who they are, and I wish that people stopped going to their theme parks. Another article says Disney's wish is a theatrical bomb, the latest in a string of woke failures. Is it time to declare the Disney brand dead? I give that a second and an amen to dead for Disney. Only a couple of weeks ago on the entertainment giant suffered one of the worst box office showings ever and also reported on this with the failure of the Marvels. A feminist-driven girl boss movie which was widely applauded by social justice advocates but ignored by the vast majority of the public. The film is expected to lose 200 to 300 million once the receipts are totaled. In a bar attempt to maximize coup, cope, the media is hailing the Marvels as the largest ever theatrical opening by a black female director, when in fact the movie is actually the largest box office bomb made by, by, by a black female director. Again, I talked about this yesterday. The entire woke culture is about demasculizing men and bringing feminism to the forefront where the witches are going to rule the planet again. And you think, wait a minute, is that even true? Yeah, that's true. The witches ruled the ancient world. You remember the the Oracle of Delphi? You remember the movie 300? I'm not recommending that for young kids. A lot of violence in it, a lot of violence. You know, and, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, Gerard Butler's in there. And he's playing King Leonidas, and he actually goes to the Oracle of Delphi to talk to the witches. This is a satanic group of women who basically like to parade around in black hats and black makeup and basically do all kinds of weird witchcraft and send satanic cards to people and basically call on demonic, demonic spirits and things taught by demons from the Zohar in order to conjure up all kinds of crazy stuff. Just going to leave it there. And they rule the National Education Association, and they rule most of the school systems. A lot of these Jezebels, weirdos, unbelievable feminist Frankfurt School communists were on our school board here in Polk County. And I remember the one of them was a lesbian. Surprise, surprise, you know, imagine that. And I remember, boy, I was getting eyeballed by this person when I was talking, like, who is this guy I think he is? Well, by golly, we showed him who we were, got them all kicked out but one. And for some reason, Grady Judd endorsed one of them. I have no idea why. There must be a reason he did that because he's a pretty good guy. I really like him. And we kept one of them in power over there, but the rest of them got the boot. They got, you know, we told them, you're not putting your masks on our children. It's not going to happen. We don't want cultural Marxism, Black Lives Matter, and all this crazy stuff being taught to our kids. And I'm going to stop for a second. Because remember a couple of years ago, 
If you said white lives matter, you get a fight. You get a gun pulled on you. You get a knife pulled on you. I mean, people get unbelievably mad about that who are black. I'm going to say it this way. I'm going to always say it this way, whether anybody likes it or not. Black lives matter. Hispanic lives matter. White lives matter. Jewish lives matter. Every life matters. Palestinian lives matter. Everybody matters because we're all the children of the Most High God. All of us. All lives matter. I know you can't say that anymore because that's supposed to be racist if you say all lives matter. That's how twisted we've gotten. I guess really Disney's kind of pushing that narrative, aren't they, to try to get this feminism and the witchcraft out there. Of course, Disney's always been about witchcraft from the very beginning. If you don't want to believe that, go watch Fantasia. That was done almost 100 years ago. Look at the perversion of that thing. Remember Club 33, 33 Degree Mason Club at Disney World? Disney was the top-level mason. Third of the Angels Fall, Club 33. Yeah, we, all that nonsense, all that crazy stuff that they're involved in. But nine Dean Nephilim, Sons of the Fallen, that's who they think they are. That's why you and I, we keep our hearts and minds in Christ all the days of our life. Last night I had somebody on the phone and I was talking to them and they got fired from their job. I said, let me pray for you. And she said, I haven't had anybody pray for me in a long, long time. And I prayed. And she goes, man, you really pray well. And I said, I pray all the time. Isn't that what we're supposed to be, people of prayer? When you're in covenant with God through Jesus, through his blood, and you're in a blood covenant, God loves you so much. It's incredible. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to make a lot of people mad, and it doesn't matter to me. It's part of what we do on the show anyhow. A lot of you love us. A lot of you don't. I don't know why you listen to it if you don't like us. I guess it's, I find out what the latest horrible thing Ted said or Austin said, but that's all right. I mean, as long as you're listeners and we can at least help you a little bit, I'm good. But God doesn't like everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I just said that, didn't I? He loves everybody. He doesn't like he doesn't like a lot of people. You know, if you're if you're a liar and if you're a thief and if you're a weirdo and you're a pervert and you basically are really uh, wanting to really mess up little children and you're a pedophile, if you think God likes you, whistling in the cemetery. He can't stand you. Just thought I'd mention that. But he loves you because you're his child. It's like a child who's disobedient and he's trying to figure it out. Now is there a point when God stops liking you and he stops loving you? Well, you're going to have to ask God on that one. Personally, I think there would be. There'd be a point when, you know, you become a reprobate. You start blaspheming the Holy Spirit and all the rest of it. And all of a sudden you start attributing the things of the devil to the things of God. And, and all of a sudden now you've got a problem because now you're reprobate. You get a callous, hardened heart, and suddenly you walk away. Now, can you come back to repentance? I don't know. I, I, I hope you can. Hebrews 10, 26 says, basically, if you, continue, if you continue to willfully sin after your knowledge and grace, no sacrifice for sin is left. But the reality is we all sin on an ongoing basis. Does that mean sins that basically are you know, carnal, or that means the sins that are basically you know, blaspheming with the Holy Spirit? That's what I believe that means. And I believe that as long as we're doing the best we possibly can and we're confessing our sins unto God and doing the best we can in all the areas of our life and being people and women and men of our word – I believe that God's going to be there and just and, and is going to take care of us and is going to basically allow us to continue to bring honor and glory to him. That's what I believe. That's just my opinion on all that stuff. And that's how I see that's how I see scripture, because God's God's grace is sufficient for you is what it says. But God doesn't like everybody. That's one of the reasons that favor is so different. Uh, let me talk about that for a second. I'll give it back to Austin. A lot of people in their lives, you know, I was talking to a person the other day and they were talking about how. You know, you know, these they had she knew this really good Christian couple and they were having all these problems, et cetera, et cetera, as far as financially, et cetera. And and, and she said, Why does that happen? And 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 and, and T D Jakes, who I don't really listen to very much, he said something one time that he was right. 
that I disagree with what he said, but it's what he said and how he said it is that favor wasn't fair. And I disagree with that. And, and here's why I disagree with that. God likes the people who like him, who do what pleases him, and he gives them favor. They, they pay their bills. They don't extend themselves. They, they do what they need to do. They raise their children right, all the rest of that stuff. God gives them additional favor. You know, last night I was, you know, at, at dinner and I, I, and I walked out and there was a group of ladies there and they had a little two-year-old and the two-year-old was playing on the iPhone. I kid you not. Exactly what Austin said. And I thought to myself, how sad it is that they're brain and training a two-year-old right now to be playing on an iPhone. But I saw it last night. I didn't say anything to them because I was cold and I was not wearing a jacket. And I thought, how sad it is. But guys, listen to me. God wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to give you favor. He wants to help you. But I've talked about this before. When people make the same mistakes over and over and over again, it's not that God may not like you or or doesn't love you. It's that you keep making the same choices. You know, I've got person that I know that I've loved for many, many years, a good guy. He's got a terrible problem, you know, as far as substance abuse. And, you know, and I mean, I talked to his, his wife yesterday and, you know, and, and the sad part about it is, is that we've all got to make choices on this stuff. And I know how addictive alcohol or drugs can be. I've got that. I've seen it in our own family with Sharon's half brother died of a heroin overdose. I know what happens. I know how addictive this stuff is, but let me say it to you this way. And this is the, this is the easiest way to do it. If you've never been involved in those things, don't get involved in them. Stay away from it. It's not worth it. Just say no. Nancy Reagan used to say that, and she was right about that. I told you the story about the time I was in the car with those guys doing the drugs, and I told them to take me back to my car, and the guy ended up basically being killed who was the driver of that car because of a bad drug deal. All of this stuff happens to you when you're around the wrong people. That's why the Bible says that bad company will corrupt good character. It doesn't say it's the other way around. You stay with Jesus. For as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Wow, that was exceptional, bud. <laughs> wow, you're 100% right. You know, the thing about it is, you know, there's so many issues now that keep popping up, and it's all designed to keep people continually distracted and essentially continually focused in the wrong direction. And that's what they've done now with the pharmaceutical industry. And they did that with the opiates, and they continually encourage people to get on those drugs. They push them out there super, super easily. And now we've seen the epidemic that's causing all these problems now. Now you got fentanyl, that nightmare that's coming across from China and Mexico and all this other garbage that's coming in now. This is some serious stuff. That's why it's really, really important to protect your family and your children as best you can as well, because this stuff is definitely getting worse. They're going to continually push it. The pharmaceutical companies, along with the CIA, surprise, surprise, have worked and you know together to push this. We've talked about it before in that one movie, Sicario. They go in detail in that movie. You can watch part of that. Don't let your kids watch it. But it's very, very graphic on what it shows on how the CIA has intentionally used these certain things and how they're complicit in everything. And going back to what Dad said as far as with Disney, yeah, I mean, good riddance with those guys. You know my stance on Disney. I haven't supported them in a very, very, very long time because of stuff they're constantly involved in. And this satanic basis that Disney constantly pushes out there with their movies, with their shows, with all kinds of stuff is not an accident. It's to desensitize the younger generation. It's to make them think that this aspect of Satanism and all these different things with witches is just a joke. It's just another show. It's just another TV show. That's why they do it. 
It's designed to make the children think that it's just normal. That's why dad called it very, very well. A lot of these women in the school boards across the country are involved in this stuff. And I'm not saying all of them. There's still a lot of really, really good people in the school system. But a lot of these individuals that are involved in this very, very dark, weird lifestyle have gotten involved in the school systems because they know how important it is to control the youth and control their minds. That's what the masks were all about. It was about dehumanizing the children. It was about degrading the children. It was about making them feel that they were less than human beings, that they were all the same, just walking cattle through the school. You keep your mask on. You don't speak to one another. You stay six feet apart. Dude, you don't do that to a five, six, seven, eight-year-old. Even older than that, you don't do that. These children are designed by God Almighty to communicate with one another. They're supposed to be able to grow and engage with one another, not walk around like they're cattle with a muzzle on their face. And they know that. The psychological conditioning was very, very, very open about it. There was no question about what they were doing to the kids. Nobody actually looked at it and went, oh, wow, you know, maybe this isn't that good of an idea. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were complicit in it. And they continually pushed the, oh, COVID narrative. Everybody knew, anybody that's had a background in psychology knew that the masks were way more than just protecting people against COVID, especially the research that showed the mask did absolutely nothing. But it was all designed to completely control the mindsets of these kids. And that's exactly what they did. And that's what they're trying to do more and more and more. That's why they tell everybody now, oh, chemtrails aren't real. They're contrails. I don't know how many times I've had arguments with people about that. I saw it the other day spraying back and forth. And I talked to one of my friends about it. He goes, oh yeah, they're chemtrails. That they continually lie to everybody and say, we're not doing this. This isn't happening. You, they just gaslight everybody intentionally. It's like what dad said over in Israel. I mean, I think they said now there's 11 or 12,000 dead in Palestine minimum. I mean, we've never at any point in recent history condoned targeting civilians in war. They're targeting civilians. And they're saying, oh, well, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Well, you're doing it, but we're not doing it. You're making things up. This is fake news. This is what you do in a completely and totally controlled, tyrannical government. You do things, then you lie about doing them while you're looking at everybody in the face saying, we're not doing what you think we're doing, even though you know what we're doing. We're not doing it because we said we're not doing it. This is what they've constantly done, and this is why it's so important to get the truth out there on a regular basis. That's why they're talking about now. I read this article again earlier about this new kill switch. They're wanting to put in all the vehicles by 2026 now. There's nothing to do with safety and protection of people on the road. They want to be able to control everybody's movement everywhere you go. They've already talked about it now. They've talked about that they want to mandate tech in all cars that would eliminate a driver's ability to go faster than the posted speed limit. Of course, again, more control over people's behavior because they don't want people being able to have the freedom of choice and the ability to travel freely unmolested on their way. That's what the entire electric car vehicles are about. It's funny, I talked to a buddy of mine who's been getting into vehicles more over the last couple of years, and he had an EV Hummer that he tested for like two days. He was looking at buying one, and he drove it. It was insanely expensive, and he wanted to kind of try it out and see what it did, and he brought it back after two days, and he was like, I don't want this thing. And dealership's like, what do you mean? It's super cool. He goes, no, it's, it's horrible. He goes, the range is constantly up and down on it. He goes, I can't find a place to charge it anywhere. He goes, the thing's just bizarre. I don't want it. He ended up trading it in or basically turning it back in and ended up getting a um, newer Corvette and has enjoyed that. But again, this is what they're constantly promoting and pushing because they want to basically be able to come in and shut anything down, control anything you do, control everywhere you go. And that's why I've said do not under any circumstances support these 
EV vehicles that are coming out, at least in my opinion, because they are not what anybody thinks they are. I told you guys when I test drove that F-150 Lightning a little ways back when it came out. It had cameras on the dash. Look at that, like three cameras. And I looked at the guy and I said, what is all this? He goes, well, those are cameras. So they're cameras. They're facing me. He goes, well, yeah, they want to make sure, you know, self-driving mode, that you're paying attention, your hands are on the wheels, they monitor you the whole time. I said, that's a bit big brother, isn't it? Well, no, it's, it's, you know, it's for safety, it's safety reasons. I said, cameras facing you the entire time while you drive, monitoring everything you do, that's, that's for your safety? I said, nah, that's a hard pass. I want to get out of this vehicle. I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> and that's, again, another reason why it's so important to do your research before you buy anything, before you support anything, and you continually understand what's actually being done all around us. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well, multiple police departments have issued alerts about the new iPhone feature on an update, the iOS 17 update. Speaking of big brother and strange things, I want to give everybody a heads up on this. Law enforcement has issued alerts as its feature allows sharing contact info along with images wirelessly between two closely held devices, warning that the feature could pose a risk to children and other individuals. Now, what's interesting about this, you have the airdrop feature that's been on phones for a while. Well, now this apparently is a whole nother advanced feature that you can transfer entire contact list along with names and information right beside each other and it's called name drop the feature allows you to easily share any contact information along with photos to another iphone by just holding the phone close together just like airdrop except it's more advanced now and they said parents don't forget to change these settings on your child's phone to keep them safe as well with the feature enabled anyone can place their phone next to your, ch your child's phone which they shouldn't really have a phone anyways and automatically receive their entire contact information including their picture phone number email address and more with a tap of an unlock screen and apparently now this new updated feature that's on here is basically easier to use and is more advanced than the airdrop aspect with name drop and so again these things are really really important to protect your children especially in this strange world that we're starting to see now and these children being targeted with so much stuff it better yet they don't need a phone. I mean, I guess unless they're old enough and they're driving and running around and doing stuff, there's really no reason for them to be having a phone. Like dad just said earlier, I've never, never seen this until, you know, the last couple of years where children just keep getting younger and younger and younger that are having phones and iPads to the point. I mean, it's, they're basically infants that are sitting there playing on iPhones and iPads. And it's really disturbing, quite frankly, to see it happening and yet so many parents are just completely and totally oblivious to it while they just continually allow their kids to play on this stuff. And I've told you guys before, the brain and training and the psychological conditioning it does is it constantly causes these children to go for a dopamine trigger all the time with these likes, with these games with these shows and constantly stimulates them and it's not normal for young children to be stimulated that heavily really for anybody but especially children children are designed to be involved in certain tasks to do things to get rewards because they did something positive they built something they finished it and they get that dopamine reward internally because hey i completed this or i helped build a fort or i helped you know build a you know a ladder whatever they're building and doing stuff outside and working on things but what's happened is now the younger generations become so lazy i mean i've seen this now with a lot of these kids where they're do you ask people oh what do you want to do you're going to go to school you're going to trade oh, I, want, I want to be a tiktoker i want to do tiktok dancing like that's that's what your your goal is that's what you're going to go with like that's that's your number one plan a what's plan b well, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm going to do if that doesn't work out. I'm like, okay, golly, bro. This is a little bit of a sad generation we have now. But again, it's because this younger generation has been so based 
on dopamine hits with social media and with these phones that they are just obsessed with it. The social media is their life. That is the only platform that they know how to operate in, and reality doesn't exist to them. And so, again, very, very important to make sure you continually protect your children the best you possibly can against a lot of the stuff because it's not a joke. You know, yesterday, my wife and her mom had to take my kids to the uh, dentist. They want to go get checked, make sure get their teeth clean, make sure they have any cavities, and both of them were perfect, no cavities, nothing. Great report. Well, they got scheduled at the exact same time. So Lana was not going to allow one of them to go in one room and one go to the other room, and one be by themselves, so she brought her mom with her. So they both, you know, she took Hunter, and Suzette, her mom, took Kendall. And she said it was funny because they got done, and Suzette's like, you know, Lana, I got to talk to you real quick. And Lana's like, what's going on? She goes, you know, because I tell them 100% Lana does, Suzette does, absolutely no fluoride treatment whatsoever. I mean, just strongly declined. Absolutely not. That is not allowed, period. And she said, it, Suzette said it was funny because the um, the girl that was working on Kindle asked her, she goes, why don't, why don't you want fluoride? And Suzette goes, well, just simple fact, do you know what dental fluorosis is? And she goes, well, yeah. She goes, isn't it ironic that compound they're telling you is to help strengthen your teeth in slightly higher amounts than recommended? It causes your teeth to fall apart, essentially dissolve. And she goes, well, yeah, it is. I've always kind of wondered about that. And she goes, you do understand that fluoride calcifies the pineal gland. It's a neurotoxin. Well, what are your teeth connected to? She goes, well, your jaw and your head. She goes, so you're putting fluoride, a no neurotoxin, in your mouth, absorbing under your tongue, through all your glands, right where your brain is. And it's a neurotoxin, and you're telling me it's healthy and safe. And she said, the dental hygienist goes, dude, let me get your number. She goes, I want to, I want to ask you some more questions later on. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm very curious because I'm, I've always been really, really conflicted about this topic. She goes, because when we were in school, all they did is push fluoride, 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 fluoride. And essentially, you get to a point where after you get told it's good 500 times and they drill it in your head, she goes, it seemed like it's a good thing. She goes, but it never really made any sense to me when I've researched it at all. And she goes, it's because it doesn't make sense. Nothing about it makes sense. Do you find it odd that it happened to get put in the water supply after we got all the documents back from World War II, what they were doing and adding it to the water supply? 1946, we add it. We find everything out with the concentration camps and what they're doing to all the basically the prisoners putting fluoride in the water supply. And she said the girl just had like a light bulb to click on. And it, that's what you really have to continually do with people. If they have ears to hear, let them hear. If they're curious, open up to them. Bring topics up. Say, hey, listen, here, let me send you a few things. What's your number? What's your email? I'll send you a few topics. You can research this because more and more people now are really starting to wake up. And I told you guys last week or earlier, this is why it's so important, especially with the dentist now, because I told you guys, Oregon now has become the first state to allow dentists to vaccinate children two years ago. And now they're trying to push the, um, with the through the PrEP Act, through underlined with all that, they're trying to get essentially full approval for dentists to do full childhood vaccination shots now nationwide through all states they're working on that now because essentially people are getting sick of these pediatricians and what they're pushing all the time so now you're going to go to the dentist office essentially they're going to say oh does your child have all their scheduled shots uh, i'd let my other physician handle that just decline it period sometimes it's best to not get in a conflict if you're dealing with somebody that's a moron they're going to continually push an agenda because you got to be careful too now there's a lot of stuff going on with these doctors, these pediatricians, where they're, I've heard of this now, where they're calling CPS on people. Just, just letting you know that. 
because simply you decline something, they go, we got we to gotta put a memo on this. We got to notify somebody. We just got to let everybody know. You make sure this child's safe and healthy because, you know, you're not giving them their shots. So be very cautious on these topics. But if you do get somebody that's actually open and wants to discuss stuff with you, by all means, encourage them. Send them the show if you want. Even we get pretty wild on the show. You can send them some of the articles we have on the website that we link every single day because the more that people hear the more truth can get out there and the more people can actually make changes and be involved and get engaged because that's really what it's all about. My friends, getting the truth out there. You know, I had a, a, a customer email us yesterday and he was making a comment about one of the shows we had last week where we talked about, you know, how some people, if something's negative, a topic's negative, they don't want to hear it. Just absolutely don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know anything about it. And it's like, well, no, you need to know how to defend yourself. There are certain people out there that, want to do you great bodily harm, you need to be aware of that. No, 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 no. Don't want to know anything about it. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to hear about it. And he said it was funny. He goes, I told my friend, he goes, you understand the Bible is full, full of negative instances all the time. Now, there's usually a positive outcome in most cases, and there's a lesson to it. He goes, but the Bible has horrific incidences. I mean, it's the crucifixion of Christ. My gosh, I mean, that's horrific. But the outcome the savior of the world essentially shedding his blood to save mankind. Great outcome on the back end. Horrible story leading up to it. And again, that's what people have to realize is sometimes there's negative things that are happening. And you've got to address them to realize what you can do to either prevent them or work out of them or move past them or grow from them. But you can't sit back and stick your head in the mud and go, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. Nothing happens bad. Everything's utopia. Everything's good here. I just want to be happy, happy, happy. Again, it's great to be happy. It's great to have a good time. It's great to basically be positive. I'm one of all people who always tries to encourage people and be positive and have positive outlooks on things and speak positive. But at certain times, you've got to address something. If you're out in public, you're with your children, you're with your wife, you see somebody approaching you, and they look like they're basically going to be combative. You can't sit back and go, oh, babe, turn around, close your eyes. This, this guy looks mean over here. He's, he's giving me a mean look. Don't, don't look at him. Just put your head down. Pretend like he's not there. No, you're going to get sucker punched. You're going to get knifed if he's coming at you because you stuck your head down like a moron. you got to look at him and go, okay, I'm making a direct eye contact. I'm going to handle the situation as soon as it happens. I'm reading his body language. I understand what to do before he even gets to me, and I'm basically predicting what he's going to do. It's so crucial because those scenarios and everything else across the board, you've got to look at them and understand that they happen. They may be negative, but they happen, and you've got to learn how to address them and handle them appropriately, and sometimes it can have a positive outcome on the backside. But again, you've got to realize that there's certain things you've got to be prepared for, and one of those ways to do it is understanding and learning the truth, doing research, being educated, reading, doing everything you can do to understand stuff the best you possibly can so you can help others get the truth out there as much as you possibly can. What do you think, Deb? You know, well, Austin, you know, Jim Rohn talked about that, too, as far as not wanting to hear the truth because it was negative. And, you know, and there is there is some truth to that. I mean, nobody really wants to hear negative news. Well, some people like to hear negative news. That's why we always try to bring a positive spin on everything that we try to do to make things more positive as far as our relationship with God and Jesus on the show, which most shows don't do. It's just an onslaught of negativity and a lot of it's fear porn which we don't do on the show. I could give you story after story of meteorites that are going to destroy the earth and earthquakes are going to destroy the earth and, you know, and all this crazy stuff. And the, the, my favorite thing now is basically we're going to have World War III and we're all going to get nuked by Russia and China and all of this garbage. It's not true. It's not going to happen. And, you know, and, and, here, and here's how I look at all of this stuff. You know, 
if you're watching people talk about this stuff on an ongoing basis and you're keeping your cortisol elevated, all you're going to do is decrease your absorption of nutrients because you're going to stay in a constant state of stress. And that constant state of stress is going to massively increase your risks of certain types of diseases, including cancer. Why do that? You know, that's why we try to bring you the, the news with a positive slant. Though it's, it's hard to, to have a news with a positive slant of killing hundreds of thousands of civilians in Gaza and 1.7 million people are displaced right now. There's nothing positive about that except for the fact that people are starting to wake up to what Israel is. And if the media would actually come back out and do a full-blown, you know, expose on what happened with the USS Liberty and how it was strafed out there off the coast of Egypt back in 1967 by Israel trying to bring the United States into World War III with Egypt, everything would change. It would change, except for the evangelical Christians who would say, well, it doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want to do. It doesn't make any difference. Paul Craig Roberts said it this way, and I disagree with him. He goes, Christianity is another failed Western institution. Well, I, I disagree with him on that. And he goes, you know, there's, a, there's an article here, and this is by Francis Boyle. Biological weapon treaty guy, and it's a big thing. A little town of Bethlehem with a 50-foot security wall around it, separating it from Israel. It says every Western institution has failed, and governments represent powerful material interests and not citizens. That's pretty much true. University and public schools are indoctrination centers against Western civilization. White people. That's that is true. Uh, media is a propaganda ministry on behalf of official narratives. That's that's true too. Law is no longer a shield of the people. Well, that that's true. It is a weapon used by those in power against political opponents. That's that's possible, which means democracy and free speech are dead. Not just yet. And now Christians have turned from Christ and endorsed genocide. Christian evangelicals are obviously a constraint on U.S. foreign policy as Israel's actions are interpreted as the workings of the hand of God. Not true. They had their shot in the Old Testament and they blew it. Read the last few chapters of Deuteronomy if you want to hear the truth about that. Human rights and moral conscience are displaced by prophecy. That's true, but that's not correct. They shouldn't do that. One consequence is the bribes offered by the president of Europe, Ursula von der Leyen, to Egypt and Jordan for cooperating with Israel's aims of ethnically cleansing Palestine of Palestinians by serving as transient centers for Palestinian dysphoria. There are protests against Israel's ethnic cleansing of Palestine, but governments capable of stopping it have taken no action to prevent it. From the looks of it, genocide is an acceptable solution, even to the Arabs, has the demise of mortality put the world into Satan's hands. Uh, well, I hate to tell them this, the, war is insane. the whole world is in Satan's hands and has been since the Garden of Eden. That's why well, we've talked about it before. This war is prophetically significant why U.S. evangelical Christians support Israel. I'm going to read you this. One strand of evangelical theology holds that the return of the Jews to the region starts the clock ticking of a seven-year Armageddon, which after Christ will return. It didn't take long for many evangelical Christian groups in America to show their support for Israel. Hours after Hamas attacked the country on October the 7th, killing more than 1,400 people, which is a lie, by the way, Christians united for Israel. This is a big thing from Hagee, an evangelical lobbying group which claims to have more than 10 million members, posted a message to the, to, uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, to the terrorists who you have chosen this fight. Hear this, what you do to Israel, God will do to you. I'm not going to read any more of this stuff. But this is exactly where we have fallen right now in the United States of America because of the Schofield Reference Bible that we have talked about to nauseam on the show, and they want to believe these lies. The good news is Chuck Baldwin texted me the other day and wished me happy Thanksgiving and I love Chuck. He's a good brother in the Lord. And we're going to be able to, we're finding a way to get him back onto the show again 
doing an afternoon tape because he's, he's tied up in the morning apparently with a Bible study. And so I'm excited about, you know, having him back on the air again. So we'll try to get that. We'll try to make that happen next week or later on after the holidays. But I love you guys. And, you, and, and listen to me. It doesn't matter what the news says. God plus you is the majority. It doesn't matter how many people go against you. You know, Austin was saying a minute ago, you to hear 500 times that fluoride is okay, that basically, you know, it's going to brainwash you. No, it doesn't. Doesn't brainwash me at all, but it does somebody who's not as well versed as I am as far as in biochemistry. The same thing with shots, the same thing with all the lies they push on us. That's why we're here to tell you the truth to the best of our ability, and we'll let you know that God is the same yesterday, today, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, if you've lost your job today, which happens, God knew you were going to lose your job two weeks ago. He's omnipresent. He already has, he already has another plan laid out for you. Don't get upset. Who by worrying can add a single moment to their life? You know, the lilies of field, they don't, they don't, they don't try to do all the stuff, but yeah, they're more adorned than Solomon wasn't obsessed with the word. Nobody's gonna add any time to their life by worry. It, it doesn't matter. All these things come to an end. You know, but James says it this way: we're but a mist of vapor. We're here for a little while and we're gone. And those of you who are over the age of 30 and 40 and 50, you're realizing how fast your life is going by now. And I promise you, it will accelerate. And we start to realize very, very quickly that the only thing that matters here is what we do for Christ. Because the people that we get saved, the people we talk to about Jesus, the people that we get right with God, they're going to be joining us in heaven. We'll all be rejoicing together. Don't let the momentary distractions of this world affect you in such a negative way that you lose your way and you lose your joy. Because it is the righteous peace and joy through the infilling of the Holy Spirit the world doesn't understand that we can only receive through Christ. Always remember that. We have hope in Jesus for this is the day. The Lord hath made, and we will rejoice, and we'll be glad at it every day of our life. I love you guys, and I love praying for you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. That was exceptional, bud. That was, a, you know, hope. That's one of the things. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, it was really good. It's, it's something that everybody has to maintain and understand and look at the positive, look at the negative, and weigh it all in between. You're exactly right about it. You know, the media is designed to keep people focused and keep their cortisol high. And keep them preventing the bodies from absorbing nutrients and keep them focused on stuff all the time. That's why I told you before the mainstream media, I don't even read it. I don't even look at it. Normally I get made an article or two from it, but overall I don't sit there. I don't even have television because it's all designed to keep you distracted. And so that's why it is really important to maintain a positive mindset with a lot of stuff that's going on. Understand what's happening, be prepared for it, and continue to stay strong. Speaking of staying strong and being prepared, it's interesting. On Frisco, Texas, I saw this story. 911 received a call on um, 8 o'clock on Sunday night about suspicious activity after a man took a ladder and tried to break into a house with it. And uh, 18-year-old got inside the house, and he got shot by the homeowner. <laughs> and they took him to the hospital. He's in critical condition. Uh, don't break into people's houses. Don't do stupid stuff. Probably won't get shot. It's a good indication you probably won't get shot if you don't do stupid stuff. It's what Grady, Sheriff Grady Judd said that a long time ago. He goes, you know, a lot of times if you don't break into people's houses and you don't run around and do malicious things, you, you probably aren't going to get shot. He goes, but I encourage homeowners, if somebody breaks into your house with intent to do you harm, he goes, right? suggest you take your gun and you blow them back out of the house. <laughs> it's, it's funny when he said that on his news conference. And uh, again, it's just part of it. There's certain people out there that have no positive contributing factor to society, as sad as that is, and they've lost their way. And again, there's hope for everybody. 
But if they decide to do bad choices over and over and over again, sometimes you make a bad choice in the wrong house like this guy did in Frisco, Texas. It's, so it's really, really important that you have the means, you have the mindset, and you have the ability to defend your friends, defend your family, defend your country at any and all times. I mean that's, that's what the founding fathers built this country on for the most part. And that's why the amendments were put into place, the Bill of Rights. Because they wanted to make sure everybody understood this. It wasn't an accident the way they laid them out, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment with firearms. They did all that intentionally because they knew how important it was to maintain freedom because they knew what it was like to live under tyranny in England. And that's why it's so important that you continue to maintain your rights because, again, people are always going to try to take them away from you. It's up to you whether or not you want to give them up or you want to stand firm and hold strong. So I appreciate you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Use the Cyber 10 coupon. That's going to be updated or that's updated for today, extended for a few people that are requesting it. So if you need anything, uh, 10% off on regular priced items only. No kits or specials or anything are applicable on that. Be sure to check that on the website. And also be sure to check out the product of the week, the ashwagandha formula, which is on sale for one last day. And uh, be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow's product of the week. I think the prostate support looks like it's uh, starting to win. It actually is. So be sure to vote if you want to see anything else win on there at healthmasters.com. I appreciate your support. Thank you for everything you do. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.